It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. Yes and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S.
Welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. You can tell Alana's been in the studio. Can you tell? New set? I can tell with the hot dog this and the hot dog that. We can find it's funny everything now. My son is in town. He went to eat mac and cheese. So he'll probably get a kick out of seeing this. This is his favorite setup. <laughs> but you gotta love how do you eat your hot dog right behind us? That's a throwback to the first question you used to ask all of our guests. And I heart. Ketchup or mustard? That's right. You like ketchup or mustard? Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. You see, I won that hands down back then anyway. Ketchup? And I'm winning it again. Ketchup. Did you ever ask um, your grandson? I never asked him. Does he eat hot dogs? You can eat out here. Does Joey eat hot dogs? So I can see her. No, he doesn't eat hot dogs. Yeah. Hello. With chili and cheese, they say on set. <laughs> you like hot dogs or mustard on your hot, hot dogs? Ketchup or mustard on your hot dogs? Ketchup girl. Gio? Ketchup. Ketchup. Oh Joey, any hot dogs? Ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> ketchup. And pop ketchup pop. wins again. Ketchup, it is pop-pop. That's because Les was a mustard guy or something. I don't know. <laughs> so cute. Anyway, happy Monday. I see you had a nice weekend. You've got Gio and Sabrina and big boy Joey. You can't call him baby Joey because he's almost four. He straightens you out. He's a know. big boy, I got to tell you. He'll tell you I'm not a boy. What is he? He's a man. Oh, he's like Pinocchio. You're a man, Joe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't understand. Living in Florida and you have a pool, it's got to be 5,000 degrees. So when you're melting in the sun, you jump in the bath. They all say, no. They all say, What's the matter? I didn't want to jump in the water because all that chlorine on me, the smell, I, I don't like it. Is that why you sat on the step? Yeah. Joey told me. Joey told you I was on the step? Mm -hmm. He said, Pop-Up did not come in the pool. No, he I sat didn't. on the step. I sat on the step. Okay. Because I, they had to turn me away from doing all the load-ups the, for the studio. So. But you, let's see. Mustard. Mustard. Vegan dogs. Karen King says mustard vegan dogs. Josh would like that. Josh likes mustard. Remember, Kara, we should bring her back on. I met her. Kara, we got to bring you back in since Vegas. Have you seen the new commercial about Vegas? No. You know, they always say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but truly the only thing you do in Vegas is eat, they say. No. Exactly. That's not what they're talking about. That's why it stayed in Vegas. You went to Vegas? A long time ago. And you ate? That's all we did was eat. That's all you did? Mm -hmm. You went all the way to Vegas to eat. You can do that here. I know. I know. How do you like the setup, though? Alana did this, Gio, just for you. Hot dogs, hamburgers, ducks. Kind of a throwback kind of day. It needs more cowbell. It needs more cowbell. No, no more cowbells. <laughs> I remember that episode with the cowbells. 
We ordered like 50 of them, and they disappeared. They're floating around somewhere. We'll find them in the back. Anyway, the question is, when do you start putting up pumpkins for a display? When is it actually pumpkin spice season here in Florida? For what? To the 21st? September 1st. September 1st. So we're for ready. What? We can put out pumpkins? Pumpkins. Everyone says yes. For what? For decor. We can now go White into pumpkin, pumpkin decorate because it's fall. Pumpkins <laughs> mean fall? Yes. Did you grow up with a functioning father here for seasons or what? I never did anything. He's like, no. What did I do for the fall? I still don't. <laughs> Halloween, pumpkins. Anyway, it's a good thing we're talking about this because we've got astrologer Helen Archer joining us. Yesterday, this weekend was the full moon. And I had all my full moon kind of things that I do, but Helen does a whole lot more. And we've got Sally Bernard, host of Call Me Xena, our medium and psychic. So it's going to be a whole day of oh, elevating. Well, I want to talk a little bit about what happened Friday, that funkiness. What happened? Uh, Mercury retrograde? Yeah, and all of a sudden plugs pop out of the wall, <laughs> things don't work. I look at, she's laughing. And I, I go in and I do something and it doesn't work. And along comes Buddhist over there. And he says, what are you talking about? Here's the button, it works. I don't get it. This thing went out. You know what he says? He says human error. Human error. I wasn't even <laughs> close to the damn. The alarms go off. <laughs> Do you have a human error? The, the lights go off. Everything shuts down, right? So it has to be all rebooted. So he goes, what did you do? What did I do? I was standing next to you. I didn't do anything. Yes, Human you error. Something. But look, Katie learned how to load sound. I still don't know how to do that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> what <laughs> bus is it? It's not a. an input. The A input? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. You don't even know what you're talking you after about. The show. And they're laughing because this retrograde thing, I put water in the tub. I go to the tub, right, because I thought I clogged it, and there's no water. Where'd it go? You open the drain? I open the drain, yeah. I put water in there and open itself and whoop, right down. Maybe you should get your bathroom fixed. Human error. Joey could probably fix it for you. Joey did it. Look. I have no water in my sink. Every time, I, I think the garbage disposal broke, but I don't remember it breaking. I turned the water on and it went flying up in the air. So I've had to turn everything off and waited four days now. So I'm washing in another All right, room. so we have, we have to talk to Sally and Helen. So Helen, welcome to our show. We met you on Connections with Tracy on Tuesday. And we have to specifically say you are not a psychic. You are an astrologer. Yes. And by definition, an astrologer is? Astrologer, although a lot of people will disagree, is more into a scientist type of role. In other words, we study the orbits of the planets in the elliptic of the zodiac, which is an egg-shaped circle that has the 12 zodiac signs and the planets orbit in and out of those signs. So that's a study, uh, mathematical, then there's an interpretation for all the positions, and it also involves geometry, um, the degrees of distance in the circle between the planets. So it's, uh, I mean, astrologers have intuition, but it's not a psychic thing. We actually study the positions of the planets. And you said you're an Aries. Scorpio. Oh, you're, you're the Scorpio. Aries. Uh, yeah, I am the Aries. <laughs> you remember that too. Yes. We just had Mercury the, retrograde, which means. I have a question. Okay. 
Because she's into the planets. Yes. Is Pluto a star or a planet? There's been a debate about that, but you know, Pluto was discovered in 1930. And in 1930, we see what the effects were when the planet was discovered to give it meaning. And it was the time of isms, communism, fascism, socialism uh, evolving. It was also a time where the Theosophical Society of London was developed, which was a society to study occult knowledge, including astrology. So does that mean a star or a planet? <laughs> it was a planet at that point. Some Became people a say star it's and a now star. It's back a it doesn't it doesn't matter because Pluto positions uh, have consequences and it's been proven over the decades. And then we go to the moon. I don't know. I watched it and I thought we went to the moon. So I don't know that that's not really astrological as far as the I'm moon concerned. is not. Astrological. Gia, did we go the to moon the moon? The moon is astrological, but whether man actually landed on the moon, which is another debate that everybody's having. Um, I think we landed on the moon. I think we at least got to space. We got it. Yeah, we're in outer space. And, and so Pluto right now is in Capricorn. So that's a sign of business and finance. But Pluto is going into Aquarius in the next few years, and that's the sign of space exploration. So I believe that once Pluto is in Aquarius, uh, we'll go further and further out into space. Aquarius is the best. How does that affect Earth if Pluto is in Aquarius? Pluto's in Capricorn right now. So what happens is the planets have electromagnetic energy, sound waves, um, light waves, all that. Uh, reaches the earth and as like you know there's a lot of cosmic particles and so it uh, goes through the cosmic particles and it impinges our nervous system so we act we react we aren't compelled to act we are impelled I guess they like that oh, sorry. <laughs> I think so, somebody's compelled so if you want to follow the planets as they relate to your horoscope you can take the path of least resistance and move ahead more quickly, or you can swim against the current, and then you'll have a harder time getting things done. But hold on, hold on. You're mixing horoscopes with astronomy. Astronomy? Astrology. Astrology. And getting a science. Is it scientific astrology, or is it um, spiritual astrology? Well, there's all different kinds of astrology, um, but astrology basically is the mathematical part, I feel, is scientific. The interpretive part is something that has been um, followed and developed over the ages of man so that certain planetary positions produce certain results, and that has been proven over time. Okay, so, so going, being in Capricorn, has something going on electro electromagnetically? Is that even a word? Um, so electromagnetic currents, yes, at, from a certain angle of Capricorn. So Capricorn, the sign of Capricorn, is the sign of the mountain goat, and the mountain goat climbs. So Capricorns are ambitious, and they climb. They love money. Money in the bank is king to them. And it's also the, uh, the era of the plutocracy, you know, people who are very, very wealthy controlling everything. Wow. Is anyone this here is a Capricorn? Yes. Who? Oh. Identify yourself. Daniel. 
The military is a Capricorn. Interesting. They love money. They love money. They love money in the bank. You know, it's amazing. Were the signs, the zodiac signs created because of how human nature is around certain times of the year? Astrology dates back to the um, Chaldeans, the Babylonians. They all developed it. How it happened was they were watching where the moon was, what they could see of the planets, and say they went into battle. And so the moon was in a certain position when they went into battle, and they won. The next time, the moon was in another position, and they went into battle, and they lost. And so from that they glean that if the moon is here, we're going to win. If the moon is there, we're going to lose. And that's how the rudimentary astrology began. So then they would wait until the moon was where they wanted it before they went to battle. Yes. So strategically. They that they needed to control their um, actions by the planetary positions, the celestial. I mean, they didn't have TV. They didn't have radio. All they had was to watch the stars, which is how they created the constellations. Is this why when we have Fridays, you're not supposed to get into new deals, don't get into new deals, don't get it because it's like a, a negative. A Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Don't try I anything I didn't get new. that question. Can you A Mercury it? retrograde, they tell us, don't sign new contracts, don't go into new deals, which is kind of hard in business not to get any new deals for six weeks. You know, you can, you can get into new deals um, and sometimes deals that started before the Mercury retrograde uh, developed during the Mercury retrograde. And yes, secure your position, but you have to have um, a, another like plan B or you have to be able to wait an extra three weeks and not expect the start of something. And there may, could be changes. So you have to be flexible if you're going to start with Mercury retrograde that you're going to make changes when it goes forward. And I'm trying or, to be very clear in communication and tell people we need to talk about this verbally and not email and not on text. We need to be in clear communication you can say what you really mean (laughs) the best thing for mercury retrograde is whatever you're involved in at the moment it's best to delay action if possible until it moves forward and the reason for that is um the circumstances will change the like a job you know if you take a job and they say you're going to do this this and this and then you find out when you get to the job it's totally different that what they told you wasn't what it was, which isn't necessarily bad, but you have to adjust. So you have to be, you know, flexible. So you gotta kind of wait it out. For me, um, since I have a lot of Mercury in my chart, Virgo and Gemini are the two signs ruled by Mercury. Mercury retrograde just does not work out for me. So as much as I wanna do action, as much as I wanna get started, I prefer to wait. Do you do chart readings? Do you look at people's births time is that how you do an astrological chart the astrological chart um, called the horoscope is based on the month day and most importantly year that someone is born so that's like your blueprint for life where the planets were the moment you took your first breath is your horoscope and as the planets orbit they make um, connections with the planets when you were born so then you have like a forecast of certain things for example saturn is in aquarius right now saturn is in aquarius for about two and a half years it's a maturing cycle whatever experience you've gained um whatever knowledge you know 
will be rewarded if you worked hard and were diligent and focused. If you messed around, if you didn't complete your work, if you shirked your duties, then Saturn's going to call you to account and you're going to have to face some kind of trauma, some kind of challenge, um, maybe some kind of doing without your little luxuries and pleasures in order to bring you up and make you more serious and mature. So that's one way you can do a horoscope. You're looking at the Saturn and you're seeing where Saturn is in the heavens today and relating it back to that horoscope. Now does the person have to be Sagittarius? Sagittarius. Aquarius? Isn't Geo no, Aquarius? I mean the opposite sign yes. is Leo. So Saturn is in your opposite sign Leo, which means it's in your partnership and legal sector. So Saturn is going to give you responsibilities in relation to your partners, in relation to your business partnerships, in relation to your parents. Saturn rules the father. Jesus so you have more responsibility for the elders in your life. Oh my God. You're an Aquarius, right? Scorpio. All day? No, Julia, his son is an Aquarius. Oh, oh, oh. I did, yes. All day? You feel that uh, your past now is rewarding you? I'm always being rewarded. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, you being rewarded? Do you feel it? I got free lunch today, so. What? I got free lunch today. You got free so. lunch today. Oh, yeah, he's being Are you finding <laughs> that some of your old friends no longer uh, relate to you or you don't relate to I them? I have like three you, real friends, so yes. That you, you know who your real friends are, but yes, some people interests some crowds some people they no longer fit because you've grown and matured and and you know like the first Saturn cycle is when Saturn comes back to where you were when you were born is about 28 years so if you've been messing around if you got in trouble in your early 20s Saturn calls you to account but then you realize that going to nightclubs, running around, dating a bunch of people is no longer satisfying. You're looking for more long-term goals like your retirement, your future, your career, your family. You take on responsibilities. And so you mature. That's the first Saturn cycle. So it's every 27 to 28 years? Yes. It goes around the zodiac in that amount of time. Well, that's about well, where you that are. That happened You're to me when I was about right? 18. So. You what? I got I got married at 21. So that's it. So 26. So you're just approaching your Saturn cycle, and you'll find that uh, your experience will be rewarded, and that taking on responsibility is going to be easier because you're more focused and more willing to do so. So I'm approaching my second Saturn cycle. So you're approaching your second Saturn cycle. And your second Saturn 56. cycle is a time of self-assessment. So you're looking at your past and you're saying, what have I accomplished? How far have I come? What about my health? I have to do what I have to do to stay healthy. I can no longer take my youth for granted. And so you're determined to step up. And now you're looking towards retirement and you want to make sure that you step up and get ready for your retirement and you get a better job, you get a promotion, you start your own business and you're much more settled and mature and also you really don't care as much anymore about what other people think. True that, right? I don't know about retirement so much, but you know, I gotta stay healthy, stay young. You're not at the Saturn cycle yet, so I think it might change. I got about another year to I go. Think your horoscope clock is a little off. You think? Yeah. 
Dawn's not a day over 30. Actually, we should go to commercial break. When we come back, we need to talk about the full moon and rose water. That seems to keep coming up a lot. Learn how to make your own rose water. I tried last night, but I did not boil it. That's the difference. Find out maybe Helen sells it. Stay tuned. Be right back. Planning for the future should not be painful and needs to be discussed. From health, family, finances, allow qualified professionals to aid in your planning. Luhu Advisors have been serving South Florida for over 30 years. A licensed real estate broker, insurance agent, assisted living administrator, and certified senior advisor, Paul Solomon is the most qualified and well-rounded advisor for any task. Specializing in real estate, long-term care, life insurance and annuities, social security, government benefits, and senior housing. Luhu Advisors, let us help you. Known for his Art Deco Cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a gicle and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state-of-the-art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website www.artrepro.net. Hi, I'm Dawn Clifford, owner and founder of Clifford Insurance Advisors. Established in November of 1999, we focus on mainly health, life, disability, Medicare, and long-term care insurance. Specifically for people aging into Medicare or the self-employed or even employee benefits for small business owners. We can be reached by phone number at 561-880-0391 or by email info at cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com. Visit our website at www.cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com and even visit Facebook, Clifford Insurance Advisors. Being a successful woman in business means having the courage to own who you are. We understand the challenges faced by women and we are here to help. Our team is here to develop the best strategy designed just for you. Your path is unique and with the right tools you can accomplish your dream. From radio to TV, from podcasting to magazines, we create the visibility to amplify your impact in business. At New Dawn Media, we are here to help bring your message forward and help your business flourish. It is time for your message to be seen and your voice to be heard. Contact us at 866-224-5422 
or brooklyncafe.tv. Your voice can make a difference. Welcome to Movies of Del Rey, a family-run movie theater that has been serving the Del Rey and Boca community for over 30 years. Open Wednesday through Sunday, Movies of Del Rey offers great admission prices, low concession prices, and quality customer service. Movies of Del Rey provides the quality of the big box theaters without the price tag. Movies of Delray provides new Hollywood content as well as new indie and independent movies. It truly is a hidden gem. Whether you're hosting a private event, party, or fundraiser, or are looking for your next date night activity, Movies of Delray is the perfect choice. Come on down to Movies of Delray, located at 7421 West Atlantic Ave in Delray Beach, or visit us online at moviesofdelray.com. Le Sorel Restaurant, home of the authentic Italian tradition, offers a large menu that consists of seafood, steak, homemade pasta, brick oven pizza, and homemade desserts including a wide wine selection. We also have the best bar in Boca Raton with delicious cocktails, homemade limoncello, cappuccino, Italian espresso, brandy, and other specialties. Open every day with a lunch and dinner menu. For more information or to make a reservation, contact lesorellerestaurant.com or call 561-235-5301. been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Alana. <laughs> I got some footage I can use. I gotta send it to you. No, you don't yeah. got nothing. Got a lot. I got 26 years of behind the scenes. If Ooh. you know what I mean. You don't need that. I'm gonna tell you something, there, good boy. <laughs> we should bring back the hamburger, the hamburger drip. drip. Yeah. I have my own footage of you, Gio. I would highly recommend. No, you don't. The hamburger drip. Yeah, I do. I you don't even know how to open the camera. About it. No. Oh, yeah, I got it. Joey, what'd you think? Is Pop Pop funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. Joey is an Aries like me, Helen. Oh, God. Is he ever? What? He's what a is tornado. that? What's an Aries mean? Temperamental. Tornado. Aries is a fire sign. 
So Aries is the initial spark of energy. And so Aries is exuberant, outgoing, extroverted. Um, in the olden days, Aries was ruled by Mars. It's still ruled by Mars, which is the soldier. Um, but Aries has uh, one thing that they do is they love to get involved in different projects. Oh, yes. But they never finish them. That's right. So they yeah, need a good yeah. Virgo or somebody who will go after and sew up all the details and make it happen. But Aries rules the mind. It's very sharp. It's very intelligent sign. It just never um, finishes. But it's like a shooting star, you know, like every fire sign, except for Leo. Um, it's here today, gone tomorrow, but always with a positive viewpoint and right now Jupiter is in Aries so Jupiter goes into Aries once every 12 years it's been there over the last several months since I think about May and so it's a cycle of expansion it's a cycle of opportunity it's a cycle of renewed health and optimism so Aries is in a really good cycle right now um, whatever you started from May to about another three weeks from now is a positive um, way to uh, increase your uh, brand to get knowledge and to get exposure uh, but Jupiter is going to start going backwards so it's not a good time to start any new projects and you'll have to wait until the beginning of the year before it goes into the full cycle and then the things that you started in May through July uh, should start coming through there you go just a little bit of patience. So we're going to start from here to July, from here to January. No, we're good. You can't things, start nothing new. But we can continue to work and manifest the other things. No, I'm just talking about, she said you don't You're going to starve? Don't I don't think you're going to starve. You don't finish nothing. I do. My brain kind of does. And then I move on to something else. Josh, that's a nice set, by the way. See these new backgrounds, Gio? Yeah, they look very nice. We never had those before. And what about Pisces? Hell. Yeah, we've, we've had a lot of Aquarius and Aries. What about Pisces? Pisces, right now, um, the planets are in Virgo, which is the opposite sign of Pisces. And the planet Neptune has been in Pisces. This is a 14-year cycle, so it's a long cycle. But Neptune is the planet of spirituality, and then it's the ruler of Pisces. So it's the ultimate time for Pisceans to develop intuition psychic ability and the main thing about pisces is they imagine disasters that aren't going to happen yes so yes. you have to yes. get into your mind you have to stand guard at the door of your thoughts and don't let negative thoughts in the other problem with pisces as a result of this they end up procrastinating so that makes wow. it even worse. It takes even longer. So Pisces needs to jump into action. Pisces needs to control emotions. They get very emotional, but they're very, very sensitive. So Pisces should not be around abusive persons. Around what? Abusive. Wow. Abusive people. Oh, people I'm surrounded, I tell you. You kind of are. Yeah, look around. <laughs> so studio is it's a kind of true. Pisces very is, is a very creative sign. Michelangelo was a Pisces, so they have artistic and musical ability. And and so, you know, this is the things they have to develop. Instead of worrying about this and worrying about that, they need to develop their talents. Mm, it's pretty spot on, oh. I gotta tell you. Katie, positivity. So positivity. Jupiter was in Pisces. For, uh, from last summer until about May, 
it's going to be retrograding back into Pisces by the end of October. So from the end of October until the beginning of the year, Pisces has an expanding opportunity cycle. The only other thing about the Pisces and the Jupiter cycle is one has to watch their weight. Of course, always do. Pisces has to watch growing. the weight. Virgo? Virgo is the opposite sign of Pisces. Right now we have Sun in Virgo. We have Venus, the love planet in Virgo. And so Virgo is on a positive social popularity cycle right now. The other thing with Virgo is Virgo is the sign of details. It's a sign of classification, of an an analysis, of technical it's things. It's also the sign of critical analysis. So Pisces, I mean, Virgo is good for technical and, and critical analysis of things, but Virgo should avoid critical analysis of people. This is their biggest drawback is they nitpick and see all the tiny little details, which is great for organization, great for efficiency, but doesn't work in relationships. Ah. How about Libra? Libra right now is on a very good cycle. The planets are behind the scenes. Libra is waiting for action. So the sun will be going into Libra at the um, 21st, 22nd of this month, and uh, which is also the fall equinox. And so Libra's balance will be improved. As Venus goes into Libra, their relationships will be improved. The thing about Libra is they are very artistic. They like art, fashion, design, um, hostessing. They love throwing parties. They are like the host and hostess with the mostess. <laughs> and so Libra needs to avoid being so extravagant. <laughs> they like to spend on things that are not practical. And so a lot of Libras need to have somebody a little more practical in their life to handle the finances, to steer them in the right direction, um, regardless of upsetting their balance a little. But yes, Libra needs to be a little more thrifty. Thank you. You just told me me. <laughs> what about Gemini? Huh? Gemini. Right now, Mars is in Gemini. Mars is usually in Gemini about six weeks. So this is a sign of action, adventure, travel, communications, mail. And so with Mars in Gemini, there's going to be a lot of activities for Gemini. You're going to be pushed this way and pulled that way. You're going to have a lot of work dumped on you at a time where your energies are kind of low. So, the, so this cycle of Gemini is into the retrograde. So it's going to be in there till March. So Gemini is going to have to get used to this energy. It scatters the energy. They're going to have to learn to focus the energy. And they're going to have to watch what they say and write. This is not a time to be causing conflict or stirring up conflict. So also, don't get mad, you know, get glad. Because if you get <laughs> mad, you're going to waste your energies and they're not going to be replaced, which means you're going to end up probably getting sick or not feeling like working. So conserve your energies. And the other thing is Gemini rules everything in pairs in the body. So the lungs, if you're smoking, you need to cut down on smoking and give your lungs a tolerance break. Interesting. What about Taurus? 
Taurus. Um, the nodes of the moon are in Taurus right now, and so is the planet Uranus. This has been in Taurus about four or five years now, which is kind of upsetting to Taurus because changes are being forced upon them from the outside, and Taurus hates change. Taurus gets into a groove, and the groove gets deeper and deeper and deeper. They don't like change, and then they end up being in a rut. Getting Taurus out of their home, their home is their castle. They love to make home improvements. They like practical spending, but they also are ruled by Venus, so they love art, and they like to embellish their houses with art and luxury, and they're also the gourmet, so they love gourmet food, but they have to watch their weight. So what Taurus has to learn, and what Taurus has learned on the Uranian cycle, is to accept change, to embrace change, and to be ready for any kind of changes that come their way, and things will be a lot easier. If they resist change and don't move ahead, then they're going to find that they're starting to move backwards. A lot of things to be done. Sabrina, what sign are you? I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius is... Um, Sagittarius is opposite Gemini, so Sagittarius now has Mars in the work and partnership sector. So Sagittarius is going to have to learn to settle down a little because for Sagittarius, it's like, don't fence me in. They're going to be a little fenced in. They're going to have to put out a little more effort. So they're going to have to give up a little freedom during this Mars cycle, but it'll be worth it because Jupiter is in Aries, so they're going to luck out. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, and they always have luck. Nice. Your birthday is in December, right? Yes. No. December 16th. You're the opposite of Alana. June 16th. Now, people can contact you to do readings, to do charts. What? How can I'm, we get uh, I'm on Facebook on the um, Cosmic Astrology Society. It's an open society. Please join my society. I put all my um, forecasts on there. And the show is going to be on there. And if you want to contact me, you can do so through that. Now, tell us about full moon. There's different things. We talked about clearing crystals. Now, I was told yesterday about rose water, and you tell me you make your own rose water. What's the benefit of rose water? I like to charge my crystals and other stones, like we have amethyst here, and we have this beautiful crystal. I like to charge my stones under the full moon. And so I make rose water because water is a conductor of the energy through the full moon and so that magnifies the effect of the stones that you're charging so i make rose water i buy the roses you're supposed to grow your own which you know in florida is really hard to do but regardless of how you get it i separate all the petals i put them in my small little slow cooker and i simmer them on low with purified water until all the um color is bleached out of the petals and you can smell the rose water, you can smell the rose scent in your home as it's almost ready to go. And then I take them, the rose water, I put it in ice cubes and I freeze it in the freezer so that when the full moon comes, I take my goblet and I put my rose water in there and I charge it under the full moon with my stones. Wow. Pretty cool. Complicated. I think it sounds amazing. More things to do. Sally, it makes you smile. Yes, it does. It's a very, very interesting. I was just, we were just talking before. I, 
it is my time now to understand astrology because I feel that I've learned a lot over the years and I felt very drawn to astrology. Again, nothing is coincidental. So here we go. Very, very interested in what you're saying. And it's different than what you do. You've got Call Me Zena coming up at 3 o'clock. Right. As a psychic medium, it's different than astrology. It's different, but one of the questions that I had just asked you, it's a lot to do with energy, and I work with energy. So I do see if being a Libra too, I can get out of balance. And we just talked about something that's going on in my life right now where I felt a little off balance, and just discussing it sees the importance of understanding astrology. And um, it's really, really fascinating, very fascinating. But I believe a lot because in some of my travels, I actually did go to some of these places that we're talking about. So, I is there currently something going on now um, all around us that there seems to be a change in okay. what's going on in fields and peoples and observations? If you look at it, is there something going on right now? What's happening is we are starting to feel the effects of the upcoming eclipses. As I said on the show last time, there was um, no hurricane activity this whole summer, and the weathermen were wondering what's going on. Why is there no activity? Well, because the eclipses are later in the year. The eclipses are coming up October 25th and November 8th. And so 30 days to 45 days before and after eclipse is when the effects are felt. So the changes are coming. The solar eclipse, as we have seen in England, has um, brought the change of rulership. So solar rules the king, solar rules the country leaders, and so there's changes in those areas. The other thing is the weather. The disturbances usually come around 30 days before and after the eclipse, so we have see hurricanes, we see earthquakes, we see volcanoes. It depends on where the planets are. Since we have Saturn in an air sign, we have hot, dry air. We have Jupiter in a fire sign, the air is hot and dry. When, when um, Jupiter retrogrades back into Pisces, which is a water sign, that's when we're going to see more storms coming off the ocean, since Pisces rules the oceans. You know, it's funny, I was watching the news this oh, morning. She keeps up with all this. It's amazing. And the weatherman said straight out, I can't tell you what's going to happen today. It's the strangest thing. There's a low in the Atlantic Ocean and there's a high coming from Tampa. And they don't know even the machines right down the middle. Some said this, some said that. And he says, I don't know. It's the first time I've ever heard a weatherman say this. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen today. It's like they're, they're perplexed as to all the changes that are going on. So what you're saying makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, it makes sense because it is what it is. You can't argue with the stars and astrology. But a lot of people would tell you it doesn't exist. A lot of people would tell you, well, it's the sand from the Sahara in the atmosphere. That's why we're not getting the storms. But then the heat, the earth is heating up. You got all these fires. Things are turning on a dime. I mean, there's so many changes. Oh, well, get this. What happens on election in November? It's the total lunar eclipse. <laughs> so what happens? Yeah. That's the yeah. planets are unbelievable. It's all fixed planets. The fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, these are all highlighted. And the central 
planet around which these are all highlighted is the planet Uranus. Uranus is like the volcano. It erupts suddenly. You can never predict what it's going to do or when it's going to do it. So Uranus is going to be very unpredictable. The election results are going to be unpredictable. And people are going to be voting at the last minute on impulse. They may have planned something, but Uranus will change their impulse. And the other thing I'm worried about is the weather. Um, people may not be able to get to the polls to vote because of certain weather conditions. So my suggestion is, if you can, please vote early so that your vote gets counted. Hey, like that, you heard it right here on the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Who does, do you think is in favors? I mean, which, which party, side? Which party? Voting early, I think, favors the Democrats. Because if they don't vote early, 99% of the time they don't vote. And Republican, now do you have an estimation of who's going to win this, the red or the blue? I haven't, I haven't looked at anybody's charts or made any kind of predictions. I, I just know that it's unpredictable. And so whatever the rules were, whatever the trends were, it's very, very changeable. Right out the door. Freddie for president. What did I tell you? This is my <laughs> year. My year. Wow. All right. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with you again, Helen. Uh, through Cosmic Society, through Cosmic Astrology Society on Facebook. All right. More to come. We get back from commercial break. Let's check in with, I love the stars behind you. It's very astrological. Let's check in with Sally Bernard, host of Call Me Zena. When we get back from commercial break, attitude of gratitude. Happy Monday, everyone. And we'll be right back. When it comes to investigative services, you can't settle for inattentive or irresponsible services. PI Network of Florida is a firm that you can rely on for actionable insight or personal or professional matters. From surveillance and insurance claims to background checks and identity theft, the investigative services are expensive. With over 30 years experience and two decades of serving the community, PI Network of Florida is trustworthy and reliable. Call today at 786-768-4394. Trust your gut. Trust PI Network of Florida. Amy Roshevsky can help you choose the right piece that will add some magic to your space. Amy Roshevsky has a wide range of art, from abstracts to mosaic tapestries, and she paints on different surfaces, such as reverse painting on glass, tables, wall hangings, and sculptures. Her work can be ordered online at amyroshevsky.com, or you can come in and see it in real time at the Brooklyn Cafe Art Gallery. She also does commission work, so if you have an idea in mind, she can make it a reality. She invites you to reach out to her at Facebook or at email at amyroshevsky at gmail.com. That's amyroshevsky at gmail.com. Have an artful day. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Meet Jay Harmon, one of the many artists held in the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery. 
Jay specializes in various different art styles, but his medium to work with is colored pencils. His unique style comes from being self-taught in years of practice. Jay pulls his inspiration from many outlets like people, television, celebrities, and many more. With multiple original pieces, Jay's art graces the gallery with over 40 plus works for viewing and for purchase. His many years of being an artist has given him a chance to partner with the Derwent brand, giving him the opportunity to try many different work styles and further his craft. Feel free to come down and visit the studio to view his work, or if you're interested in your own Jay Harmon original, he's open to commissions on his website, coloredpencilartist.com, or catch his show, The Colored Pencil Artist, on Amp Media Productions on YouTube and Facebook. See you soon. Hey travelers, everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines and they're so low they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198. 855-828-0198. If your family is suffering from inflation and high costs caused by Lois Frankel's reckless policies, Republican Dan Franzese is clearly your best choice for Congress. Dan is a successful businessman who understands finance and economics. He's not a politician. Dan grew up blue collar and knows how tough inflation is on working families. Dan Franzese will go to Washington and fight the liberals who are killing us with inflation. Dan Franzese for Congress. I'm Dan Franzese and I approve this message. Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias you can purchase, visit rosiesherman.pixels.com.
the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Three, two, one. Astro.com, yes? Yes. Astro.com. We're trying to find my chart is what we're doing. Is that what you're doing? Yes, Helen is here and she is reading charts. So, nice to see your grandson so, here. Louis is in the house. Where's your wife? She's in the lobby. Bring Miss Daisy on in. Bring Miss Daisy over here to the white sofa. Make sure Driving Miss Daisy. A, she has a front row seat. Let's put it over there. Okay. You want some water? Oh, okay, Whatever she you. wants. Just give it to her right over there. You know, I think we're in a, a time of change with the passing of the crown where now there's this now a kingdom instead of a queendom a lot of changes happening queendom kingdoms yes interesting 
I think they should have been called a queen, a queendom so, instead of a kingdom. So Prince Charles's horoscope right now. Is Hold your mic, Helen. Reactive, so I can discuss what's happening in his chart and why this happened. Yes. I was going to talk about Prince Charles's chart. Okay. So what's going on with Prince Charles's chart? He has. Um, are we on? Yes. Yep. Uh, planetary returns. In other words, many planets have gone back to the position where they were when he was born. So we have Mars. He has Mars in Gemini. Mars is in Gemini right now. He has uh, Jupiter in Aries. Jupiter is in Aries right now. So these are two planetary returns. The other return that he has is the node of the moon. Now the nodes of the moon aren't really a planet. They are two points on the circle where the orbit of the Earth and the orbit of the moon intersect. There's the north point and the south point. So right now, the nodes, the north node is in Taurus, his mother's sign, and the south node is in Scorpio, his sign. So he and his mother are opposites in sign. So the queen has passed, the node has reached her sun sign, and the queen has passed. Saturn is also in Aquarius. Charles has Saturn in Aquarius, so these three planetary returns plus the spiritual karmic nodes of the moon being on his nodes when he was born and on his sun sign is what has ascended him to the throne quite suddenly. Interesting. Did you know this is going to happen? You know, in order for me to know that this is going to happen, um, I would have to actually have charted Looked. his chart and followed it along with other people in the world um, in order for me to make any kind of predictions. It's interesting. It's a whole change of everything. Everything. Currency, shifting from a feminine ruler to a male ruler. It's going to change. It's really going to change everything in the world, I think. I think it'll, it'll show society how the royal family um, goes from one generation to the next, one ruler to the next, and how there's... Um, how they, uh, you know, do it coordinated easily. So this has been going on for hundreds of years, the succession of, you know, the royal family. It's interesting. All right, so I did this with you. Good morning, Miss Daisy. How are you doing? It's been a long time since we've seen you. It's good to see you. Can I get you some water or coffee? All right, he's getting it for you. Awesome. It's been a long time, right? So there's a whole activation instant chart, but let's talk to Sally while we're doing this. Hi. Hello. Yes. You've been away for a little while. Yes, I had a, well, it was really a mini vacation down in Hollywood, Florida. Did I you realized enjoy? how beautiful Florida really is. It's beautiful. I posted where, that. Where did you go? Oh, just to Hollywood Beach. <laughs> just Isn't, looking oh, at the but, ocean. But it's beautiful down there. It was beautiful. It was really that. lovely. Yeah. Great. Great. I enjoyed it. And you ready for your show? I am ready for my show, yes. Did you I refresh? I absolutely did. I had a wonderful time. I walked the beach. I got a little bit of tan, which I was happy to get into the sun a little bit. But it's very hot. But I enjoyed myself. Now you're ready to do some more things. I'm all ready, yes. I've been hearing from quite a few people, been trying to answer a few messages. Look forward to hearing them today. <clears throat> on the show did you have an experience something happened to you when you went down to your uh, when you went down to, to hollywood uh -huh. did i have an experience uh -huh. yeah i had three full days with steve <laughs> <laughs> well, 
there you had it. Yeah, being engaged. <laughs> was know? that the right answer? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, actually did, yes. That wasn't, I did have a very, we did have an experience actually. We went for dinner at a really nice restaurant, got myself all dressed up. He was dressed up and we walked in and it looked like it was going to rain, but we still sat outside on the patio. And the server came, hopefully he's going to call today. Server came up to us and he looked at us and it was busy and he said oh my gosh you have such great energy so Steve is used to things happening and he said that was strange I said no he's one of us one of me he knows he can feel this and I said well well that's very nice he said no I can definitely feel your energy and we got talking and I actually gave him my card he is going to call in today it was just amazing. We were just on the same vibrational energy. In a busy restaurant, someone comes up to us and starts discussing where I am a complete believer in this, that we meet where we are on a vibrational energy. And here was this server who was exactly the same as I was. Steve you should looked. leave some of your cards here. I will. I definitely will. I yes. mean, they answer the phone. I'm taking messages. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate they that. They talk to you. And they <laughs> yeah. want to talk. Some people... They, we got to find you, right? Like one guy, he said, I got to talk to ASAP, yeah. uh, which is amazing. It's, well, thank you. Never you never saw this coming. Uh, no, I knew it was something like this. I, I, because I was meant to be here two years ago. A lot to do is timing. And even just walking in now and meeting you, Hal. It's, uh, I'm ready to understand the, I'm, I'm a Libra and I'm really ready to understand my sign. I believe so much in what you're saying and it, it's great because it does go along with how I am too, with the energy, with the universe. I've traveled to different planets. Sounds strange, but I have. So I'm not here by coincidence. I totally see that. And I'm not here by coincidence. This is beautiful. Do you beautiful. think of yourself more as a medium where you talk to people who have passed or a psychic? I'm a little of both. It's just, to me, it's a label. I, I can, you know, I have predicted things, but will I, can, can I predict the future? I can predict what I'm told to predict. I'm psychic because I tell people things. I can get their names and what I say is very relevant to what's going on with them and they are being, and I'm a medium because I hear. So, I honestly have not really studied this. It just came to me over the last 16 years, other than, again, I always mention a guy that was here, Aldo. But I learned so much. I didn't ask for this, but it just happened. So and now I'm ready to understand astrology because I think it has a lot to do with a lot of things, with what's going on here. It's interesting because you're learning something from you that you've always felt. And yes. now it's come to the surface. And then it's affecting other people besides yourself, which is, is phenomenal. It's like a giant circle, and you're starting at the point where now you're going forward. I got a phone call over the weekend of a gentleman that wants to do a show. We met him three years ago, maybe four years ago, and maybe it was three years ago. And then COVID came along, and we were up at, I, at uh, the, gallery. the gallery. And he met us up there. His name is Alan. He's supposed to be coming in today. And he says, I finally found people that could do this. I should have done it back then, but he's kept my number, which was amazed. And so I called him on a Sunday. He says, I'm impressed. You call me back on a Sunday. So sometimes things, like she said before, are happening Time. for a reason now. Timing. And it's a lot to do with the stars and the energy, too. I was ready to do this. I mean, I've been doing and giving messages and talking and workshops for many years. 
but I was ready to go more public. I didn't know how, but I was led here again. Well, what do you food. think about when the Queen passed? There was a double rainbow. Oh, I think that was phenomenal. Absolutely, I saw that, yes. Again, no coincidences. It was beautiful. It was hopefully to open people's minds a little more. How does that happen? A double rainbow as she's she just passed. I look at it differently because I, un I, I, I feel that I understand a lot and I think that was meant to be that way and I hope other people see that. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. One of the rare, rare beauties, rare. I guess, in England to yes. see a double rainbow, yes. right? Yes, beautiful, yeah. Rain and sun. They've been getting a lot of sun. They need the rain, I guess, too. Yeah. Now, they're flying her body from Scotland to London today. Did you see anything that happened over the weekend? Any, I did. Uh, it was a very teary day for me yesterday. Well, yesterday it was... Uh, Between her passing and September 11th, it was very teary for me. I told you I laid low I stayed in bed and watched Hallmark movies because I just felt like I needed to honor a lot of souls that were doing what they were there a one lot of presence of, one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed yesterday was um, the jet game was was in New York City and the jets it was raining first of all raining you would expect nobody to show up it was sold out there was 60,000 people there nobody left and they started to sing the Star Spangled Banner with New York City Police Department. This female, she sang, and she stops at the first intro, and she says, now you sing. And that whole stadium stood up and they started singing. It was so eerie to watch that thing. And then they were playing the videos of the buildings. It was just, I mean, it was unbelievable the way that whole thing came about. And the stories that have come out, I heard that they're going to put another $2.6 billion towards the survivors um, because a lot of them are having problems breathing now. It's all sorts of stuff. And then Gio found a video on YouTube or TikTok and he sent it to me. I think I sent it to you. It's a book that was not published. It was given to the photographers of that year association. Only 250 of those books were printed. And it shows all the pictures never before seen at 9-11. Different angles, different photographers. Um, and I don't know if I send it to you. I put it on our Facebook yep. page. So there was a lot of different things going on yesterday. If, if you were there, you sort of understand the low. Now, apparently there's a medical fund that has been set up for not only first responders, but anyone that went to school, lived in the area, or worked in the area, they're saying to register for this fund because you may be fine now but once you get into the system if heaven forbid you get sick and apparently now it's taking years for things to manifest years, yeah. that there are funds that are available for medical help which i didn't realize it was available for anyone within this and i don't know what the mile radius is but check into this fund i haven't i hadn't spent a 9-11 with geo in years and we we sort of talked about uh, because he's 26 so Gio was minus 21, he was five at the time. Um, and he remembers what we all went through. We were sitting in front of my house, there were no planes, no trains, no automobiles, nothing. And Michelle Mata, you know Mata, you met him. She walked from downtown, she was right across the street from the buildings. And she looked like she had 15 pounds of dirt on her and she was in shock. And I think she was missing a shoe and she somehow got to our house. And we cleaned the rub and, we, and she told us what happened. And him and I were sitting yesterday going, 
just going reliving that whole episode. It was tough. It was a real tough yeah, I thing. saw an article which, at Posting, which is interesting. When 9-11 happened, the Queen changed the music for the changing of the guards oh, wow. and played the Star Spangled Banner the first time in hundreds and hundreds of years to ever not play the British national anthem, but mm. to honor everyone mm. from America and the Americans that were overseas for that changing of the guard. And apparently she went against the grain sometimes. And it was oh, and they were questionable. Like when Princess Diana passed it, she did not go back to England. She stayed with her grandsons because she felt as a grandmother, that is what you do. And, right. and again, but things that I think at least I didn't realize that she had done to honor who she was as a woman, as a queen, as a mother, humanitarian, not always the politics of a monarch, but just to be a woman, just to she be She was a, a human, and I think more and more will yes. come out. I think more yes, of that is going to come out, which is yes. a different and change. A, and Charles, too, he was always like the stiff upper lip type of thing, but you can see over the years things have changed. People forgive, too. I mean, there was a lot of things going on in his life. The Crown, did you watch The Crown? Yeah, that's going to be very popular. Now. I think that's part of aging. I talked about this this morning. The positive side of aging is wisdom. Things that matter more than maybe that stiff upper lip is really being a humanitarian, being who you are and being authentic. If you are to represent the people, you should be with the people. Should be, yes. And he was walking around. I mean, they, you know. He, a whole other well, side yes, of him, right? Absolutely. They're showing now. Yes, yes. And maybe it's the changing it's of the, the stars change, also. Yes, I think there's a lot of change. Like you said, astrology. a lot of change happening. Perception, <laughs> yeah. you know, in this country, age is meant one way. If you go to Japan, it's meant another. The, the China, if you go to that part of the world, age is respected. Imagine a starting a job at 72. Idea. I think I better move there. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting interesting. Starting a job at 72. That's well, that's, yes, he is. They're saying he's starting, well, it's not a new profession, but he's starting his job that he's trained for for right? 72 years, right? Amazing. Incredible. It is incredible. Yes. Daisy, when is your birthday? December 24th. So she is of a Sagittarius also. Christmas Eve, baby. Christmas Eve, baby. Capricorn. Capricorn, yes. So, so what happens is, and I think you notice um, in December, everybody's having a great time, um, buying gifts, having parties, celebrating the holiday, and then, I don't know about you, but for me, when the sun moves into Capricorn, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm tired of all this. Now Christmas is like kind of a letdown because it's been built up, built up over the month. But Capricorn is serious. Capricorn is practical, Capricorn is ambitious, and Capricorn is kind and gentle. They really are a gentle sign, but Capricorn is a workaholic. So a lot of problems that Capricorns have in relationships is they have to make a choice. Is it career or is it home? And there's always a conflict there, so they have to come to a balance and spend some time with career and also take some time for relaxation and quality time with family. Ambition is great. Climbing uh, on the ladder of success is great. But you have to take some time for yourself. And this is what Capricorn has to learn. I should have learned that when I was dating She's shaking her, her head yes. Is that all true? Lewis is yes. Lewis, when's your birthday? Uh, September 27th. 
what is it? September 27th. November 27th? September. 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 Oh, September 27th. So you're into the Libra cycle. And so Libra is the sign of harmony and peace. It's the sign of legal matters. It's the sign of fashion, <laughs> elegance, hostessing, having great parties. Um, <laughs> Being a diplomat, Libra is a sign of the diplomat. And so you are challenged with Pluto in Capricorn. You are challenged and um, Jupiter in Aries to be more balanced, to put uh, extravagance aside and to be more focused, to pay more attention to details and not to be so anxious to have harmony in relationships that you give up what's important to you. You want to hear the story how we met Lewis and Daisy? You're going to love this story, Sally, because there are no coincidences, right? No coincidences. About four years ago, right? We were, three years ago, we were moving in here, and we were on a shoot up in Delray at an arts garage. And we left the shoot, and my not being able to finish anything, Helen, I said to Freddie, I'm hungry. He said, all right, it's late. I said, I got to get lunch. He said, no, we don't have time. I said, no, I have to get lunch. So we went over to this pharmacy deli counter, and we pulled up. And we were just moving in here. And we had these new lights to hang, these chandeliers in the lobby. And we did not know who we were going to, to hang them. And as we walk in, there's a truck outside of this luncheon that it says, General Construction. And Lewis was walking out. I think Daisy might have been in the truck. In the truck, she was. And we said, do you do electrical? And he says, yes, I'm here getting my wife some medication. And we said, well, we just moved into a new studio. Can you come hang a light for us? And he said, okay. And Daisy, the hard worker, said, he'll be there tomorrow morning. <laughs> and sure enough, three years later, they're the most amazing people. And Lewis can do, you name it, he can do it. He and Daisy keeps pushing. He'll be there. He'll be there in the morning. <laughs> Even if she doesn't feel well, he'll be there. He built this. Yeah, he built the stage. That's so. a wonderful story. And like you said, there's no such thing as coincidences. It's meant to be. And that's kind of how we feel and what we get to do here every day. True that. All right, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, more on our Monday as we move into our full moon manifesting. You want to know what's for lunch? What is for lunch? Yes. Hmm, I don't know. We're going to have to find the what's for lunch. Bowling? I don't know. They're typing on the set. They want to go bowling, apparently, for lunch. What, do they want to eat a bowling ball? <laughs> I don't know. Stay tuned. My cup is crooked. We'll be right back. Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422. For no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Ant2TV help get you there. Do you need a strong cup of coffee to get you through your day? Try your very own Brooklyn Cafe Show coffee. The official coffee of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You can pick up a bag from us, or two. Contact us at 866-224-5422, or just stop on by. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard, Suite 13. Come on in, 
grab a bag of our signature Brooklyn Cafe coffee. The cafe doors are always open. Stephanie Jaffe is a world-renowned artist who creates one-of-a-kind pieces. Using a keen sense of color and composition, her vibrant collages and mosaics integrate eclectic elements such as vintage keepsakes and fine china with blown glass and fired clay to create whimsical arrangements. For more information about her work, come down to the Brooklyn Cafe TV studio or go to stephaniejaffeart.com. Welcome to Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages. The distillery became one of the few women-owned craft spirits production sites in the U.S. From our award-winning spirits of vodka and rum to delicious gin, we're always coming up with some new and exciting flavors to keep your cocktails delicious and fresh. Contact Palm Beach Distillery at lostharborspirits.com to take a tour or purchase your favorite spirit at your local liquor store. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter right over here that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you right now. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And hey, we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight really hard to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time right now can save you thousands of dollars. And the best part, it's a free call. So please call right now. Call 800-651-4808. Has your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got coverage with ARW Home. Don't waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. I called ARW, and they came out and fixed it right away. Get your free quote today. Call or go to ARWHome.com now. Call 877-281-0289. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. That's your man? No, I wish it was. Who's that? He's in red. What team? St. Louis Cardinals. He's one of the goats. I got to tell you, that is Albert Pujols. Who is, How do you remember their names? Well, let me tell you why. There have only been four men in the history of baseball that have hit 700 home runs. Mm -hmm. And he's about to do it. I think this. Uh, we can. Are there calls coming in? I don't know if any calls will come I mean, in. We haven't asked. We can do that. 
But Albert Pujols is going to be the fourth man to hit 700 home runs. Really? So. What's the world record? Seven, forget about that. 767. But that he, that he accomplished 700 is amazing. Um, did he, Josh, did he hit the 700? So he, I think he needs two more. Wow, he passed. But the it. amazing thing is, he hit 698 in in Pittsburgh, and this couple got the ball, so they went to give him the ball because normally you make a deal to get the ball. You give him something, a bat, tickets, dinner. He said to him, to the couple, "I want you to keep it. I want you to keep the ball." And he gave him two other balls signed by him. But that ball in the future is going to be worth money. Wow. And he gave it to them because I think that her father is a cancer survivor or something. Wow. And he did it from the goodness of his heart. This kid, there was a How kid, old is he? Pujols has got to be 40-something. Oh, he's not a kid then. No, he's been in the game a long time. He hit a home run because he he's retiring. This is his last year. And 42. He took off his jersey. And there was a little boy in, in in St. Louis, and the little boy held up a piece of paper that says, "Albert, Puj Mr. Pujols, can you sign my shirt?" And he held it up for three innings. Little boy like Joey, and Pujols finally saw it, and he went off and he took off his shirt. Wow! And he shoved it underneath the mesh, and he, the kid looked at his parents. Everybody was like. And the little kid took it and he wrapped it around Aww. himself. And Pujols went, went, to, went to the locker room to go get another shirt. This is the kind of guy that you're dealing with. This man is all class. All class. It's going to be sad to see him go. But my goodness, when he is 700, I think St. Louis is going to shut down. Because everybody... Now, Pujols was... Where's he from? He signed with the Dodgers. He's from St. Louis. He signed with the Dodgers and then came back to retire this year. Nice. So that's a story in itself. And again, the GOAT is the greatest of all wow. time. Now, did you see who won the U.S. Open? The 19-year-old phenom. Number one in the world. He's 19 years old. My goodness gracious. He won the U.S. Open. He was on the ground. And they said to him, it's your turn. But 19. That's amazing, man. Amazing. It's just what's going on around us right now. Get to see the greatest. See, then you say to me, now, if I tell you who the winner is, I can't even pronounce his name, you'll never forget who this 19-year-old is. See, that's a sports. Things sport. that you remember. Things that you remember. That's very cool. I have to ask the ladies. They're chit-chatting over there. So Helen was reading my chart, which is really interesting. I've got. What's it say? Well, she'll, she's got lots of things to she say. She doesn't know how you pounce your foot when you get upset. No, she knows that when I get upset, I'm supposed to. She said, if when I get upset, if someone upsets me, I should have the discussion when it happens. Otherwise, it layers until I kind of explode. And people go, why are you exploding? What happened? You know what I say? It's this and this and this and this and all of these things. If I discuss this thing first, I would not explode at the end of it. It's that Scorpio. You have to let it out, in other words? You need a safety valve? Maybe we'll tattoo a safety valve here. <laughs> But it's really interesting because your your chart really is an indication of who you are. 
Your chart is your blueprint, and the combination of the 10 planets in the 360-degree circle repeats only once every 25,920 years. So everybody is individual, and there's no two people alike. 25,920 years, which is considered to be a polar day. And that's when the North Pole goes to the equator. That's how long it takes. And that's what's happening now. The North Pole is moving towards the equator, which is why we're seeing all these changes in weather and, uh, and the oceans rising and the droughts and everything what that are happening. What do you mean happening. the North Pole is moving towards the equator? It's, it's the... Um, the angle at which the Earth is orbiting, you know. So it's the, the, the masses are moving towards the equator in, in length or Maybe that's why things are melting. They're getting hotter. Right. So it's when the Global North warming. Pole goes to the equator. It takes 25,920 years. I don't know when it started, but we're seeing the effects of it as it's getting a little closer and closer. I don't know how many degrees it moves every year. I'm not, that's like an astronomical thing. Then why would people question global warming if it's scientifically we know what's happening? Some people say it is, and then there's a lot of people who disagree that it's not happening. But, but even if you look at the planet the, moving, because right. the planet is moving. So that's not global warming, that's just the way the Earth is, correct? Right. Now, is that why all of a sudden they want to leave here and start living on Mars and other planets? Well, the Earth is, let's face it, overpopulated, you know, thanks to modern medicine and, um, and other, you know, technology that we have developed. Yes, people are living longer. There's more people in the world. And it's man's nature to explore. Interesting. That was a beautiful answer. <laughs> Great. So what connection do you feel, Sally, with Helen? Because you've been very busy I, during commercial break. Yes, uh, we were discussing quite a few things. I, I'm trying to see, and I know I'm ready to understand this, how astrology goes along with psychic information. But it's, you know, we say it's all, everything is, I'm very balanced, which is in my astrology, but I've also been told that by my guides. <laughs> so it's like, you go one way and then the other. I think you have to, more people should be aware maybe to join the two together because in being, to go into what I do believe is that we do pick our parents, we pick many things. Well, that's depending on our sign. So astrology is when we're born, the date and time, which is our roadmap, which I knew, which I see. So there's, a, there's definitely something, the two should merge together. I see that. So I'm really going to look into this. So the other thing to consider is how two horoscopes relate to each other. So you being a Libra, I have Mercury and Neptune in Libra. So Mercury is, you know, the mind and communication. So I understand you and you understand what I'm yes, telling you. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Apparently you and I have some connection too. I've got something in Pisces. Well, your, my birthday is three days before yours. Yeah. I would expect that. <laughs> but is it the same year? No. We no. don't know her year. Oh, you don't know the story. I know my year. Nobody knows when she was born. Ask her if she has a birth certificate. No. But my chart is very indicative of... Ask her if they I guess the numbers. I was born on Good Friday. It could be been Holy Thursday for you, know. I got all of these things that we seem need to, make to a talk to. That's interesting. <laughs> Which part? That I was born on Good Friday? No, oh. that... 
the whole scenario. Know. I don't know the scenario from just what you pointed out. There's a very interesting, interesting story. I feel it. I see it. In. You want I three see. stories. You got Dawn, the mother, and the father. You got three stories. Great. We'll work on <laughs> it. And the fourth we'll, one is the truth. And then past lives. That. So we're going to go into a lot. I have to ask you about past lives. <laughs> okay. If you don't remember your past lives, but okay. then you see something on TV or a dream or a movie, and all of a sudden you have this vision, something clicks. Helen's shaking her head too. Is that like a past life soul connection? It could be a deja vu, yes, depending how strongly it'll affect you. But again, I'm going to say no coincidences without being repetitive, because sometimes when we turn the television on or we hear something, we're meant to hear that. So if you relate to what you're hearing, it could be a deja vu. It could be a place. And then what do you person. do with that information? Keep it okay. and see and keep a look, you know, just watch because maybe you're now opening up to your past lives. It may take another year before you see something else. You may see it within two minutes, depending how ready the person is. But even to just open up and even to ask that question, could it be a past life, definitely helps. Just acknowledging that you see it is exactly. a beginning to an understanding. Exactly, Freddie, that's exactly, yeah. I think Helen knows more than she says. Well, the thing is, um, there's a lot of books on past lives, and um, there was one book by Oliver Fox that I read decades ago about people from all over the world who had experienced past lives or knew about their past lives, and they had this experience like they had an auto accident and like floated out of their body, and then they were looking down at their body, so they were in their astral body, and they were able to contact information or guides as you have to learn about their past lives and the certain phobias and fears and Absolutely. talents that they have that came from the past. Now, but the thing, to, what, the thing to do is to meditate and say that you want to know because if you want to know and you open yourself up, it's like a vacuum. Exactly. The knowledge will yeah. come. It, it's, it's there. You have to be ready. You have to be aware. And you have to believe, because if you don't believe, it can just pass you by, correct? So my motto is always, you know, nothing is impossible. Believe it, and it can happen. Now, are you married? Children? I, I'm, I'm really curious, because somebody in your life close to you wakes up and meets you. What kind of experience is that? Because obviously... You see things in people. You know things about people. Um, it just scares me you're not married because maybe she says, nah. Well, you're not married. No, but it's different. It's different. She has a whole different energy about her. Um, I don't know what to tell you about that. I have a negative Venus, so, yeah, I've had my relationships. And it's been has it been interesting? People ask you questions. People... Um, are used to the answers are you do you tell people exactly what they want to hear or do you tell people exactly what it is my goal is accuracy so I don't always tell people what they want to hear but at least I get them thinking and that's a Scorpio talent uh, they get people thinking Scorpio's intuitive and so they bring up things that maybe people don't want to hear but it gives them lessons in life and makes them grow Scorpions are very intelligent. My son, my father, and Freddie's father. All, all at the same birthday, different years, and they're all Scorpios. 
Well, you have uh, Mars and Neptune in Scorpio, so you're going to have karmic ties to Scorpios. And Scorpios may rile you up, though. You may have conflict with Scorpios, but you can overcome it. But My ex-wife was a Scorpio. Yeah? Yeah. She's a different birthday, though, right? Scorpio and Pisces are pretty compatible. They're both water signs. They're very sensual and impassionate and emotional. Yes. So in that way, they get along really well. It's just true. Very, very sensual, very passionate, very intelligent. We're able to, she was, my father loved my first wife because they, they were both scorpions. And for some reason, they got along. I don't know why. He was very upset that I divorced her. I said, you know, I said, Dad, what are you going to do? It is what it is. Oh, but he was a Scorpio also. He was a Scorpio also. And there's something about the Scorpion that is a very, it's a very clever being. And by clever, she's able to do, or he's able to do things that I've never seen other people be able to do. So, Is what? there like an attraction? I've had a lot of Scorpios in my life and also Leos. Are they attracted without even knowing to a certain sign? Yes, um, like Libra is very compatible with Leo. Mm -hmm. Leo is a sign that requires a lot of attention, likes to be the center stage, and is really good. I mean, flatter your Leo and you can have anything. So Libra is very eloquent. Libra is very friendly and Libra can relate to Leo also on the artistic side because Leo loves art, Libra loves art, so they have that in common. I don't think Katie's a Leo. Scorpio, um, you have the Mars in Cancer, so um, you have several planets in Cancer, which is a water sign, so that is compatible with Scorpio. And then the other thing to think about each sign, that Mercury and Venus are never that far away from the sun. So if you're a Libra, you may, like in your case, you have Venus in Virgo, which is the sign before. So Venus can only be in the sign before, the same sign, or the sign after. And so when you have a Leo, you may come together with planets in Virgo, or you may come together with planets in Leo. So that's where your compatibility is. You know, that's okay. interesting. What is Katie doing? Katie, where are you? Bring Katie out here. Now, Katie's a Leo. And Josh is a Libra. And, yeah, but Katie's the most unusual Leo. Oh, I've Josh ever, is a Virgo, sorry. Ever met. Where's Katie? I want her to tell you maybe the day she was born. Under what sign? She's gonna go, what? Katie, when were you born? August 13th, 2001. 2001. August 13th, 2001. And she's a Leo. So Leo is center stage. Leo likes to be around people, around groups. They like flattery. They like um, support. And Leo loves children. They're great with their children. They're the provider. They will work ceasingly to support their family and they're very loyal. Loyalty is a fetish to Leo. If you're not gonna be loyal, you're gonna lose your Leo. Is that you? Is that you? Um, some of that is. <laughs> she's not, she's not the, the soft, softest, softest Leo I have ever met because I grew up with my cousins that were all Leos. She's, and they were males. But she's the softest Leo I've ever met you know, she's not that, I mean, she does all these moves, like mm -hmm. she's like superwoman, but she's the softest Leo that I've ever met in my life. Well, it depends on the supporting planets, which, you know, I have to look up the horoscope to know gotcha. what they are, but she may have planets, she looks a little Virgo-ish, she may have planets in Virgo, which is a gentle sign. So Leo and Virgo are blend well together. Makes sense now. Makes I have sense. a question too. <clears throat> when you say she looks like, 
can you tell by looking at someone what sign they are? I'm not that good at it, <laughs> but, but yes, there's definitely well, characteristics um, of each sign and how they're going to look. That's interesting, too. That's fascinating. Yeah, most Leos, yeah. I grew up with a lot of Leos. A lot of my cousins were Leos, and they were more dominant. They were more, like, Juji was very good into sports, and Juji, he never said no to a challenge. He, she's like that, too, but there's a softer side to her, the way she is creative, the way she speaks, the way she acts. And I've never ever seen that. I remember when I first met her, I said, wow. Now you take Bulldog, I don't know what sign she is. I don't either. And she's, whatever sign it is, she's very dominant, very strong at it. So I guess it depends on the planets. It depends on the supporting planets, but most Leos are a fire sign. They're fixed fire. So yes, they're very strong and, uh, and athletic. It's all interesting. But they're also the sign of, you know, the, the boss, the ruler, the king, is all ruled by Leo. Mario, what's your sign? Uh, Taurus. Taurus the bull. When's your Taurus birthday? Taurus the bull. Yeah, Taurus, you know, don't try to push Taurus. Uh, Taurus has their own agenda, and you have to come to them. They're a fixed sign, but, you know, Taurus likes to be home. Their home is their castle. They have all their things around them, and if you want to go visit Taurus, be sure you bring something to the table because food, culinary, um, art is all important to Taurus as well as looking good. And the only thing with Taurus is they have a tendency to gain weight, so they have to get more active and get out of their rut a little in order to, uh, to be healthy. She just described my ex-wife number two. <laughs> well, I've had two close Leos in my life. I'm not with either one of them, so I don't know. <laughs> no, obviously, you just like to gather them. I don't know. <laughs> you guy, what's your birthday? Uh, November 19th. He's a Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. So you're a Scorpio, and so now is your time to be creative. You've got that eclipse coming up, so there's going to be changes in your life. Uranus is opposite your sign, so there may be some changes in partnerships. In um, Also, if you have some legal matters, you may uh, win in your legal matters. So good things are coming up. Um, Jupiter in Pisces uh, from November uh, through the end of December will be your time to expand and um, promote your brand and your creativity. And, and, and if you have inventive abilities, now is a good time to copyright your inventions and bring them out. It's amazing. Today's his first day here. He's doing a look-see to see if he wants to stay. I you like it so now, far. The thing about Scorpio is Scorpio needs a partner. Scorpio is very sensual. And Scorpio is very passionate, and if that side of your life is fulfilled, then there's no no limit to how far you can go. But if you have emotional no. issues, then you have to really learn how to move out beyond those in order to function. Wow! Right? That's your son. One hundred percent. One hundred and ten percent. Right? This is scary. You know, you're pretty good. Thank you. It's been half a century, you know learned a well, few things uh, along the way. Yeah, well, I know people have done a lot of things for half a century, and they ain't learned nothing. You seem to have learned I a ha lot. I have an affinity for the astrology. I started studying it in college. Uh, when I was turned 19, my friend gave me a book on Scorpio. It was so accurate that the next thing I knew, I was going to the library, reading everything I could about astrology, studying, and, um, and that was it. You When's know? your birthday? November 2nd. All Souls Day. So your chart, which obviously you've done, is telling you also you found out that this would be your life's... Because obviously, yes. I mean, you're really good at it. 
I have um, the planet Uranus in my career sector, and Uranus is the planet of astrology, plus I have the moon in Pisces, so I have, you know, intuitive ability, and I have Virgo rising, so I can do the details and put out the effort and synthesize the charts in order to come up with the interpretation. So yes, I have the ability, and I've, I've followed it. Amazing. Then let me let me ask you this. So if you were to take a person and you put the charts together and they want to know about business, like how do I succeed? Is that what you do for them? You tell them things that are going to happen, things that they should do. Things or that when? Well, when? yeah, the astrology, the uh, procession of the planets in the orbits tells gives you the timing. Um, and then the relation of one person and the next person, the planets when they were born, um, show compatibility or lack of compatibility. So if you're going to take on a business partner, then um, you're going to want to have positive Saturn connections. You're going to want to have positive Mars connection. If you're looking at a romantic relationship, the best aspect for chemistry is when one person's Venus and the other person's Mars are in the same sign. So if you have Venus in Virgo, you meet somebody who has Mars in Virgo, you're going to have passion, you're going to have chemistry, you're going to have shared interests. Now I'm really curious since I'm getting married in December. <laughs> getting married in December. <laughs> yes. Take it easy, you. Yeah. Now, if somebody is having struggles finding compatibility, male-female, let's use the, ma the female example, which is different than the male example, then you'll be able to tell them A, why, or B, what they should look for, or C, how can they improve that scenario? Yes, um, to all of that. Uh, so you look at the horoscope, you see where the Venus is, you see where the Moon is, you see where Mars is. Those are basically, and the Sun, those are basically the planets that rule relationships. Uh, in terms of compatibility, passion, and all that. As far as the longevity of relationships, you want to have positive Jupiter connections. You want to have a positive Saturn. Because if you have a negative Saturn, you could be in a relationship, but it'll never be close. It'll never get together. So you want to have Saturn mostly compatible for a long-term relationship. You want to have Mars and Venus compatible with Moon for a passionate relationship. So you can see two people who are in a relationship, whether or not it's going to be long-term, short-term? You can, you can tell the influences that are there and the compatibility that is there. But you know, there's something that transcends astrology and that's the soul mm. and the evolution of the soul. And so two souls come Beautiful. together. If they're supposed to be together, even if the planets are not totally compatible, the karmic relationships have a lot of challenges mm -hmm. and things that people have to learn. So if they really love each other, then they can overcome that. So sometimes that can't be read really in the horoscope, but you can say, you're gonna have conflicts here, you're gonna have compatibilities here, you're gonna have shared interests there. Do you see it? That's where I she can and compare Sally the work charts together. and see it. In some charts, it's really obvious, and in other charts, it's, it's elusive. Not. So it just all depends. Everybody's an individual. That's Every relationship is different. That was going to be my next question, because <laughs> with what I believe, we have free will. So we can change. But again, I go very much and tell people to go with their instincts, their inner feelings. There's so much in common here. It's amazing. I'm seeing that. However, it could differ as far as that goes. If someone in the charts, they say, well, we read our charts, we weren't compatible. 
However, they could be compatible through their soul, through who they are. They in can this be lifetime. compatible if they're willing to make uh, changes and, and, and this compromise. is really interesting. For example, if you have some <laughs> a negative Mars connection, say one person's Mars is in Cancer like yours, mm -hmm. and then the other person's Moon is in Cancer. That's going to be an irritating, aggravating relationship. Mm -hmm. But so, sometimes that works. It might work, you yeah. know, it might work. That might, might be what the people want, but yeah. in most That's cases, right. they'll destroy exactly. each other. Or because it could they won't be that get along. What about, what about meeting people? People come to meet that are like-minded and it comes out of nowhere. Can that be done through the charts? That's a group situation. For example, if you have a group, uh, a, a real estate group or a charity group, you could always do the horoscope of when that group was formed or when a city was incorporated. And then you can compare the people who are in the group to the chart of the group. Although I don't know, you know, what, what purpose that would have. Sometimes people don't know either until they get here and all of a sudden some kind of magical stuff begins to happen. Like we had 12 people, I think you were here, uh, with Frank and everybody else, and everybody just showed up that day. Yeah. Um, and everybody shared some kind of story. And all of a sudden, the, all these links started to happen. It was, pretty, it was pretty fascinating to watch it, right? I guess the expression, it's in the stars. <laughs> there are uh, that. It would be that, say, say the uh, group was incorporated under a Sagittarius. So the people who showed up in the group, you'll find that all of them will have a planet in Sagittarius <laughs> or a lot of fire signs, uh, planets, and that's why they're compatible and they're in the group, they have the shared interests. But we didn't plan it, it just happened. It happened that week, all week. There were different people that showed up and it was just, it was just weird. It was yeah. Like I was different. saying the other day with Mars and Gemini, it was a good time to go over yeah. connections, yeah. to go back over people you haven't talked to in a long time. So, so that influence of Mars and Gemini is what's happening. And people are making connections. People are connecting with people they haven't seen in a long time. People are renewing relationships with family members that they maybe had a falling out. Um, so, and then, you know, like I made this connection and it was somebody I knew, Tracy, for a long time. And so there was the connection for me to come on the show. Interesting. Well, Tracy is on a different planet altogether, but, uh, but it's good I'm stuff. I'm so glad that I came early. I'm so glad you came early, too, Sally. I'm you came early, too. I was led to come here early, seriously. Yeah, but this yeah. is what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the planet... I follow what I feel with my gut instinct. The you. Absolutely, yes, yes. And unless you're actually aware, and you're actually and determined you listen, to be too. in control, mm -hmm. then you're going to be impelled. But otherwise, you're not compelled to do something. And so you can make changes and you decide, yes, I'm going to do this. No, I'm not going to do this. Perfect. Yeah. It's a combination of the two, actually. I'm joking that it's in the stars, but it's in the planets. But it's also up to us right. because we do have that free will. But if we go by our gut, we're going to combine the two together. Right. right. I just like the way it changes one's perspective. It's because amazing. Mondays is the toughest time of the week. You know, the more people that have heart attacks on Monday than any other day of the week. Stress of going back to work. So I woke up today feeling fantastic. And I sent it out, let's make it different today. And I feel it. I feel that today is a different, it doesn't feel like a Monday. Well, I oh. hope I make your Mondays a little happier. You, you make show is at three o'clock. Every day. <laughs> yes. Great. Every you day. and having Helen, having Daisy join us today. <laughs> 
That it's was been delightful. A, a nice treat. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's get ready for Call Me Zena coming up at 3 o'clock. Helen Archer and Sally Bernard, host of Call Me Zena. And Daisy, it has been a pleasure. More to come. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll see you in a little bit. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time.